0: Three, two, one. Hey guys, welcome to podcast Aldrich and enjoy the conversation. Wow. I need to cut this later. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome back. Today our guest is Alex Vandenberg. Um, he stays here for the summer with us um right now he's actually shooting for the penn state football team right alex yes yes so i'm a
1: photographer with the social media team here for penn state football how do you like it so far i love it um it's it is like one of the coolest jobs that i think i've ever had because it was one of those where it was a it was complete luck that i ended up getting the job like when i uh Uh, It was a girl on my thon committee this past year. She uh, was a senior, and she was going to be graduating. And she knew that I had gotten into photography, and she said, hey, um, I'm going to be graduating, so there's going to be a position open. So uh, think about applying and kind of send out your uh, application to her. Uh, She's super chill. I applied, and the funny thing was, like, when I uh, went in for my official interview, I... um, Went in to the to the woman's office and uh, the head of football operations, so like her boss and like everybody's boss, basically the, the big the big guy, uh, like knocked on the door and said, "Oh, is this our new photographer?" And I was like, "I'm only here for the interview." And he's like, "No, no, no, uh, we <laughs> need you because like practice is starting." So get your camera and I was like oh, oh okay
0: so there was no interview process like, there was, whatsoever there was really Straight no they basically
1: the they basically were like yeah like uh, your friend told us about you we trust her judgment so if you're if you're as cool as she made you seem like then you're gonna fit in perfectly here. and I was like
0: oh, awesome yeah that's crazy that's the importance of like social networking right there yeah
1: and it wasn't really like I didn't really try super super hard like I wasn't like immediately gunning for the job it was more so one of those that just kind of fell into my lap and I got really lucky and fortunate. And um, I don't know, I've loved every single day since, to be honest. What's like your working schedule like? So it depends on what it is. It, it depends on like what I'm covering. Okay. So, so like you'll have a situation where, um, let's say on a, on a typical Monday uh, in the summer here, we have two, two workout groups. So I okay. have a workout group at one thirty, which will do. Uh, they'll do like a an hour, an hour to an hour and a half of a lifting session, and then they do about an hour to an hour and a half of uh, like uh, an agility slash running or sled, anything like that. Cardio outdoor. stuff. Cardio, heavy, <laughs> yeah, cardio heavy stuff basically. So on those days, it's basically yeah, an hour and a half uh, in the weight room, taking pictures, trying to find unique perspectives, uh, things that people can see how they're putting in the hard work in the off-season, but also kind of a little bit artistic in the sense that it lo- makes them look cool. And then uh, basically outside just trying to get, figure out the right way to capture um, them basically looking their best, but also kind of uh, in, in an the artistic moment too. way. Yeah. yeah, but also in the moment too. So it's kind of a combination, but that would be, so uh, I'm on a team with another photographer. So there's okay. two of us. Uh, so him and I. Uh, during the summer, he has a class during the middle of the day. So, um, what I have done is I take the first session. So I usually have the 1.30 every day. Uh, go to that practice, and then he goes to the four o'clock one. Uh, there's sometimes where we switch, and it depends. We kind of work with each other on that. Uh, but that's basically for a practice situation. Uh, when we look at like um, a. Uh, an event. So the football team obviously does a lot of different networking events as well. Right. Probably, so they have a lot of yeah. they have like career nights where former uh, lettermen come back and meet with them and stuff like that. Sure. So those events um, are actually a paid opportunity, which is really cool for me. So like I get so I get paid oh, to okay. do it and be there, uh, and I'll take a bunch of really cool pictures of like just the, and basically like the entire goal of those events is to humanize the players, make them not seem like they're just they're just, machines, just and machine you know, athletes like monsters, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah they, we, we try to make <laughs> them look deal. like real real students uh doing like real student things so right um those are the those are different opportunities that i have and then i would say the the final is obviously like a game day experience, which is completely different than anything else uh, in, in the world to be honest. Like, yeah. uh, so I got picked up in late March of last this last semester. Okay. And so I was able to do the blue and white game. So the spring football game right. is my first experience with a game day environment. And those. For the audience that's not from Penn State,
0: like, can you describe like what is Blue and
1: White? So Blue and White well, is our spring football game, so it's basically, um, it's kind of like an open field practice in uh, Beaver Stadium, so a, a lot of fans will come up, it's free admissions, so we just have a lot of, uh, we get to they get to see what the team's going to look like, and it's basically... Uh, the first team scrimmaging against the second team, so essentially it's like football players. Yeah, it's, it's just all Penn State players, Penn State, right. yeah, playing each other in like a pickup game, basically. And um, it was really cool because it's just like you got the experience of I was there from 9 a.m. until probably 9 p.m. If not later, I was probably there till past like That's eleven. More than 12 hours. Yeah, it was yeah. it was a it was a brutal day of basically, um, I got up, I got to the stadium, I was taking pictures of people tailgating, trying to show that. And basically what in those situations what's interesting is when you think in your head you see like let's say you see like one of those legendary like touchdown catches. Right, right. You somehow see that posted on social media within ten minutes. Yes. That's because someone like myself so took the picture, you guys are doing ran, the sprinted into the media room, edited it, uploaded it to our website, and then had our like my boss basically sitting at a computer, and as soon as she gets the picture from me, she's cropping it, angling it the way she wants, and then posting it out onto social media. That is crazy. So yeah. it's a very high-intensity job because it's a lot of, like, you take the picture, you have to run inside. You have to it edit it. To do the and cardio do it. Man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so there's there's really no joke and it's it's kind of an interesting dynamic in the sense that you have to do a lot of like yeah quick things. So like for an actual football game, like the whiteout game, I'll basically be taking pictures up until two minutes before the end of each quarter and then I'll be running inside, editing, uploading, and getting back outside. It's all by
0: yourself or? So that is all anymore. by
1: myself. So yeah, with the photographers, it's a lot of you do it by yourself. Um, our video team is completely separate so anytime okay. you see like uh, like one of those videos posted on social media that team is unreal because I mean editing a picture you don't have to do too much work if you do a lot of the hard work in camera and you like kind of know how to dial in your settings and all that stuff sure sure but video editing like you have a lot it's more a effort. yeah building, you gotta right? you have to literally upload yeah. Hours of footage basically, and then try to piece together what you what looks cool and things like that. I also, so. think about
0: those YouTubers, like yeah, they and, literally yeah. Like spend their. The and, but these guys are doing plays, it, yeah, you know, and these guys ten, are doing
1: it in ten minutes. Like they're well, knocking it out real quick, which is it's impressive.
0: How big is the video editing team? For so Penn State? the video football. editing team Penn State football. Yeah, yeah,
1: for Penn State football is. Uh, it's, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty big team. I would say it's about probably seven or eight different people. And okay. like what you'll have is everybody has compartmentalized. So like I have a buddy who's um, a really good like videographer, sure. really good yeah. with the camera, everything like that. So he's the one usually on the field. He's got the camera. He's filming a lot of the things. And then what he'll do is when he's got everything that he's got, he basically will take the memory card out, hand it off to some, like an editor, and then he'll just put in a new memory card and keep going.
0: Oh, I and then see. an
1: editor will take all of his footage and basically go through it and pick out what he wants now there are situations where he'll be like okay and he'll kind of in the camera be able to write down on a sheet of paper here's where this play was, this play things that are important and then hand that also off to the editor so the editor doesn't have to spend 15 minutes going through 15 minutes of footage to find something good he knows exactly this is where we're going ready. this is where we go. and then yep. inside the media room in Beaver Stadium it's in like the basement it's kind of tucked away it's kind of like a bunch of these just a ton of Macs like there's literally like six of them in a row that all have like top of the line editing software just so that they can like pump out videos as quickly as possible so it's it's a very it's a very cool um, environment especially if you're interested in videography and photography because it's a lot of just a very high intensity but also very interesting to watch everybody do something that they're a lot of yelling also occurs in the media room to be honest really? because because it's like a very it's stressful so environment and yeah, yeah people are yelling for this yelling for that so it's and it's you know sometimes unique. memory cards
0: would get lost you know yeah. you never yeah. know what yeah. will for sure for sure yeah um, I know that Penn State football is a, like a completely different department from the Penn State University itself yeah yeah do you know much department. about it or yeah
1: so uh, so Penn State football falls under Penn State Athletics uh, Penn State football is basically the primary <laughs> breadwinner like, like, yeah. of, of Penn State athletics. So basically, uh, each year they, on average, will clear around a hundred million dollars, uh, and that will fund every other athletic program here. So like all the jerseys that they get for the soccer team are because it's actually of from the money from Penn State football f- what football raises and stuff like that. That's cool, I mean, too. there are also other sports like the basketball team that. Uh, you have to buy tickets for but any of the teams you have to buy tickets for they're obviously having an income but for the most part it tends to be Probably. football that trumps everybody and they have a lot of the stuff because of that how much mo- so. how much
0: money was it you said like around a hundred million dollars a hundred million dollars every year, annually, every year. Yeah. it's kind of wild Ooh. yeah so it is um it's it's I kind mean, of I wonder a, why they pay so much for those uh, recruits and yeah. Well, so, they, well they only players, have they so to get much. Get paid, so.
1: Yeah, they only have so much for uh, different like. Um, they, well, no one gets paid really, but for uh, scholarships, uh, NCAA's are the ones that basically regulate who all gets a scholarship and whatnot. So right. that's consistent with every program in the nation. But um, yes, they do help with the the ability to fund that. For Sometimes students. they get all free gears, you know. Yeah. Programs. Yeah. I, like, and that's some of the, some taught? of the really cool stuff that like. You'll have at a Division One program that's like a bigger school like Penn State is like they have some of the coolest like gear. Ever.
0: Is it Nike or? It's I mean, Nike. We're it's sponsored Nike. by Nike. Okay. Yeah, okay. we're a spon-
1: we're a Nike school, so uh, we have a lot of really cool like they call it swag basically, where they have just like.
0: Just free. Dope, it yeah, free just, stuff. like, uh, like literally, and, like, you'll <laughs>
1: just, like, and, like, so I live near where all the football players are, and, like, I'll be doing laundry, and I'll, like, look over and In see the theirs. right? Yeah, and their all of their laundry is Nike. Like, there's not a single, any other type of <laughs> clothing. Yeah,
0: actually, <laughs> I was uh, talking to some of them before. Well, they're not from the football team, mm-hmm. but I think this one girl is, uh, she did track and field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... She was telling me that uh, she had like an Under Armour shirt, and she wore that in practice. The coach literally told her to change it, change it to Nike.
1: If they're taking pictures, if it's it's anything like that, yeah. I mean, uh, like our sponsorship, I guess, is one of those things that they have to account for. Um, But yeah. I mean, that's kind of cool. I mean,
0: I like Nike more than. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm a big Nike
1: fan, so I I like it a lot. So it's kind of it's it's a cool situation to kind of have with that for sure.
0: So during your shooting period, um, have you talked to any of the football players? Yeah.
1: So uh, one of the things that's interesting is um, our, uh, so so basically our approach to social media in general has always been that, um, yes, Penn State football social media always has first dibs with a lot of the pictures that I take. But one of the really cool things is we are part of a, it's, it's kind of in its infancy, like the, this program, but it's a company called Influencer, and it's, it's, uh, it's spelled like I N F L C R. Like it has missing okay. vows. It's one of those That's edgy enough. tech groups that has missing vows. But <laughs> <laughs> it, um, basically, Influencer is a lot kind of, I, I kind of equate it to like a Facebook album. So basically, what it does is on my side of it, when I upload Influencer, it has all of my pictures and then what I have to do is I have to go in and I have to tag each of the players.
0: Oh, that's see. And what
1: ends up happening is when I tag a player, they get sent a text that says, you've been tagged in a picture. To that player. And then they're able to open that picture and save it. So what's really cool is um, instead of just having Penn State football be our only social media platform, all of our players are considered quote-unquote brand ambassadors and they basically further our social media presence so what we get to do is i'll take a picture for instance um just just for yesterday yesterday they were doing uh they were maxing out in their lifts so they yeah, were yeah. They, they were doing obscene amounts it was basically it was kind of like that viral video of saquon barkley doing 405 uh, it
0: is it squatting or? it was hand oh, 405
1: and so it was that max out day. So it was max out day okay. for hand clean. And, um, and I'm actually editing it right now at home. I'm trying to get it to look perfect, but Micah Parsons, our, um, so one, of our really oh, okay. one of our really good linebackers, one of our linebackers, he, um, he was hand cleaning 365 pounds and he had uh, weightlifting straps on to help with the grip of the bar. So he yeah. had the wrist straps on around the, the bar. And these, uh, I was trying to explain it to my friend who, like, isn't that into that much of lifting. <laughs> and I was like, so essentially, I was like, it's like, it looks kind of like a seatbelt is kind of like the thickness of these, like... Oh, they're Yeah, really they're thick. really thick. They're really thick. And he throws up 365, and as he goes under it to catch it, he catches the bar and the strap just explodes. I mean, the stitching just rips completely and the strap just flies off his wrist on both sides. Must be really old. And it's, I mean. The wrist
0: rest must be really old.
1: I, I don't know. I was thinking it it's, might've been the fact that he just, I mean, he, it was, he's, he's a beast. He's a fucking monster, <laughs> But yeah. it's like, you see, like like when they catch it, like their <laughs> forearms just pop. And I was like, that's probably what it was. It was probably just too tight. And he just when he catches it, like it just it might pumped be both. up. I think it might be both. Yeah, it might have been a combination of both. But it more was than still 300
0: pounds. That's a lot of weight.
1: It was still one of the like. It was such a. It's such a cool image that I have of him just like screaming as he's getting under it, and you just see these wrist straps just blowing off, and you're just like, Jesus he's, he's just a beast. He's an absolute beast. But it's really cool because I'll get to. I'll send it to my. Um, uh, Boss, and she can either post it, but if she doesn't, I'll send it to him, and he'll get to post it on his Instagram, which oh, he's I already which he's already said he really desperately wants it, so he's like, you better get me that as soon as possible. And I was so, like,
0: Influencer is mm-hmm. kind of like a connecting yes, platform. Yes, yeah, it allows for me to send it to pistol, the players pistol without pistol.
1: having to go through and individually text it to them. It's a little bit easier on my end. So I wouldn't say it's too, too easy, because, uh, for, for example, every practice, or uh, so games are a completely different story, but (laughs) just to practice alone, um, I'm averaging 450, 500 pictures I'll be taking, and then I'll go through, edit them, and I'll end up with 100 to 150 per practice. That's a lot of pictures. Yeah, and then I'll have to edit. So out of those 450 or 500, I'll get about 150 that are like ones that I were like, these are the best pictures that I have, and then I'll basically upload those into influencer now the problem is influencer doesn't have uh, quite the robust artificial intelligence that Facebook does so it doesn't do really auto tagging so I have to go in through each and every single one of the pictures and I have to tag individually who's in it and sometimes I'll have pictures with five guys in it and I'll have to figure out who they are and a lot of the time I won't be able to see their face so sometimes so like I'm at the point now where, to answer your, to, as a long-winded way to answer your question, <laughs> I know every single one of the players' names. You kind of have to. I know their names. I know their faces. I even know their tattoos, a lot of them. <laughs> so Jesus. I will literally be looking at the backside so of them I'm running away, and I'll look at the, and I'll be like, that like, calf yeah. tat. I was like, ah, oh, that's that's Antonio. And I'll be like, <laughs> it's wild because it's just like they have, like they have some really cool tattoos, so it's really easy for me once right. you get to learn them. Right. But. Right. Um, it's still what over close to a hundred guys that I have to know their body type even because like I can't see who they are and
0: it's probably even harder because a lot of the football players they look pretty similar like a lot of bodies they're players, all just like, massive they're just massive, massive. <laughs> they're just freaking <laughs> they're, monsters they're all in very good shape and they're all
1: <laughs> usually yeah yeah so they're um, it's it's definitely a uh, it's definitely a cool experience and what has been really nice is. Now that with the addition of Influencer, so Influencer was new this past year. Okay. And, it, and it was very basic, like we didn't really understand how to use it in the spring. So now we have it kinda, we know what to expect with it. So now I have basically, I'm one, like, of, again, the two photographers, we have one that he's very new. Like he just got hired a couple weeks ago. Oh, So he's, okay. so it's, he, um, like doesn't really understand influencer that well yet so for the most part it's me doing all the tagging and what I end up doing is if I don't know someone's name I'll just go to the players lounge and I'll just hang out with the guys and have them help me tag them Um, so that they can get them out faster so I've done a lot of hanging out with the guys lately. Like, I know a lot of them. Like, uh-huh. if they see me on campus, they'll say hi and stuff. So it is it is a very cool situation to have. Right. Because, <laughs> like, they're like, you're the dude that's going to get me that new, like, Instagram flick. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how's it, how's it going, man? <laughs> but so I get to do a lot of hanging out with them. But they just recently um, got a new players lounge completely renovated. And...
0: Un- it's nice It's like Unbelievable
1: It's so Like it's unreal Like I can show you pictures of it It's like they So inside the But to like paint a picture For everybody else it, I would say that it Like So it's this, it's a room And it has Nine Probably 55 inch flat screens In a row yeah. All with a PS4 Attached to each And every one of them They have One of those uh, Like arcade Basketball shooting games Free So you can go uh, over there And use yeah. that Which is like foul shooting Kind of with a returner to it Uh, they have one of those like duck hunting machines like an arcade game also in there Uh, they have an entire golf simulator it's crazy tucked away so you can go golf Uh, they have a pool table that has uh, the Penn State alma mater written on the actual felt so it's, it's it's a beautiful looking table and then they also have a ping pong table that has all of the core values of the football team written throughout it which is just it's it's very cool yeah but also
0: imagine how much money they i I mean they earned it they earned it in a lot of ways
1: so like as much as people will criticize and be like they're treated like kings like like they're they work really hard being a d1 athlete is kind of like a full-time job on top of going to college like you have to like, some of them will have... The, and I've been to 6 a.m. workouts, and then they have to go to class afterwards. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get up that early, and then you got to go to class, yeah. and then, like, you, you don't really, like... And, like, one of the former players came back and talked to the guys, and he was saying, like, you have, like, three opportunities at Penn State. You have your opportunity to um, have fun. You have your opportunity to become a really good football player, and you have your opportunity to get a meaningful degree. And he's like, if you... Have to most likely you're going to get to only pick two of those, and he's like, so you have to decide what's important to you. Yeah, you're here at Penn State. You there's t- plenty of fun available to you, That's and true. you can just do that if you want. But your other two are going to suffer because of it. And he's like, so if you have the goal of wanting to go into the NFL, make yourself a really good football player, but also have a meaningful degree because at the NFL level, you only have. And like, and Coach Franklin says it a lot all the time: is like, NFL stands for not for long, because you're not gonna be in there forever, and you're gonna have to really have something worthwhile when you graduate. So a lot of them really are pushed to get meaningful degrees aside from just being a being, player. Being here. a player, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, what's like the most common degrees football players are usually trying to get?
1: So a lot of the football players, because they're really interested in obviously football um a lot of them want to be sports analysts so okay. a lot of them go into journalism and like sports journalism in particular um but i feel like well, journalism communication yeah communications majors, is pretty yeah. pretty common for a lot of like i would say the the players that love the game of football okay. now there are other players that really love the like how athletics works so they might want to become a physical sports trainer science, or sports, sports science. science. Yeah, those types of things. Yeah. So, like, for example, our punter, uh, Blake Gilligan, is a kinesiology major with the intention of going to medical school. Mm, and, I mean, he's had, he's had a 4.0. Yeah. Like, he's, in, he's a brilliant kid, so he has that kind of a, the ability to, to do that. So he's been looking at, like, a kinesiology kind of path. Other players uh, look for, like, going into talking about sports, being in broadcast journalism, being on the NFL network, something like that for sure. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, I couldn't imagine just like going going to practice at six AM, just shower and just go straight to class.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty they have a pretty cool setup. So like they'll they'll come in, they'll work they'll work out and then um, they'll do their run. And then as they come off they have so just to talk a little bit, I guess, about like their just their workouts in general, yeah. they have um like we have a whole strengthening conditioning team obviously at a Division 1 program you have that many people there to like you have so many you know assets yeah different different trainers what and like all of those people there to help you so each of the players gets an individualized sheet of paper that has their workout written specifically Uh. for them so it plays into their body types plays into their strengths and it's it's beautiful oh it's amazing I'm very jealous of it I wish someone would write up mine for me that'd be great but, <laughs> like, he'll, like, they'll have their entire workout written out for them. It'll be pushing them in the ways that it needs to, but also not trying to injure them. It's, like, a relatively healthy way because everybody's body type is yeah. so different. So, yeah, so they, they do spend a very individualized approach to that. Okay. And then, basically, at the end of their workouts, they have um, a whole nutrition team inside the Lash Football Building that is dedicated to... Understanding how to best recover from said workouts. Oh. So what they'll have is literally they'll come out of practice and during practice, um, the, the girl that's like one of the lead nutrition people there, um, she works basically the entire practice on making them recovery shakes and different things that are going to treat them the right way. So uh, she, she kind of has, and each person gets their own cup that has their name on it Because each person, again, treated like an individual, she doesn't just make large batches of protein shakes and just kind of wings it. She'll basically go, all right, for so and so, he's he's trying to get lighter. We're trying to cut his weight,
0: so we're going to to put peanut butter. We're gonna put yeah, we're gonna put
1: we're gonna put recovery. uh, Like we're gonna put a lot of different kind of. Like salts and whatnot, just and like yeah. minerals to try to get that recovery into the muscles that we need so our they does not feel sore. But we're not going to put the whey protein in that's going to help him gain weight because we don't need him to gain weight. We need him to thin out. We need him to get faster.
0: Wow, they've been training but not then like you teams, but Yeah, like, but then you'll have yeah. like our
1: running backs will be like, we need them to just be beefy. We need them to just be strong as hell. So we need to make put them whatever. It is. Yeah. yeah, so we're going to put some whey protein into it and like I didn't understand like what these shakes, like I was like I don't know what magic you're putting into these shakes yeah, <laughs> uh, but um, one day she had um, she had a little bit of extra like she had half a cup and she's like I can't give this to the player because she's like they need a full cup so she's like this is the leftovers and she's like is it okay like she's like if you want it it's yours and I was like I was like, yeah. Like, what's what's in it? it? I, I asked. Him, I, was like, I was like, I was like, I guess I should kind of ask what's in this <laughs> unmarked uh, styrofoam cup. And she's like, she's like, uh, this has like uh, basically like uh, it's heavy in calories. It's basically for our weight gain players. It's probably and thick I was as like, fuck. I was like, yeah. I was like, I'll, sure, I'll try it. Why not? And I had it, and I'm not kidding. That might have been the single best like recovery shake I've ever had in my life. Seriously, I, it was so delicious. And like. It, at the So at the very bottom, when you got down to the bottom, there were like actual, like a couple, like stra- like strawberries that were still like not mashed up completely, okay. and you could, you could eat those and like dip it in the e- extra of the shake, and it was just, like, oh, it was amazing, it was incredible. That's but awesome. yeah, so they do a lot of different things. They also do, uh, an interesting thing that I, I didn't know was like at all a like, thing to do was they also, as soon as they kind of run off from their agility session, they have fruit cups so they have cups that have just like watermelon or pineapple and stuff in it okay. and what they'll do is they'll put salt on the fruit and that really threw me off the first time I saw cuz I was like I was like is that sugar I was like why would you put sugar in that and I was like I guess for the energy and then I like looked closer and I was that's like so that says morton on that I was it's like that's a, salt like it's I was minerals. Like, yeah so they were trying they're trying to rehydrate but it's also apparently it's it's like a southern thing so like in the south people tend to put uh, salt on watermelon. You know what's flavor.
0: uh well, you know what's really funny? Um Japanese actually mm-hmm. they put salt on watermelon too. Yeah, it's I because mean, it kind of brings out the sweetness. It brings out apparently. the flavor, yeah. Yeah, she's like it tastes good, but it also
1: serves as kind of like an organic version of Gatorade if you oh think it is it. oh I that's know basically I know. what it is that's it's, exactly it's, what it is it's yeah. sugar and
0: sodium yeah it's
1: exactly what you I, need except the the very basic level of it which yeah. I was like that's so cool I was like I'm gonna start doing that Are you kidding me I was like, I'm gonna go go to the store and buy some watermelon for my place I was like I'll go to the gym and then come back and have one of those that'd be awesome that's
0: crazy yeah
1: and I told my brother that and he was very impressed because he like he also played division one sports he played no lacrosse God. in college and he had a very different experience because he went I think to was a cross players
0: I'm But very he also different.
1: he also went to a small school and okay. division one at his school, like his school had what, three thousand kids that he went to. Okay. So it was a smaller school and didn't have quite the funding that Penn State has. So he didn't have his own nutrition team, anything like that. He just had a dining hall. Yeah. So basically what you ended up having was you ended up having like yeah, he had a strength coach and whatnot and all that that stuff, but What he would do is like any of the nutrition side of it was kind of he did it himself Like he had to look into it. He had to do all the yeah, what's healthy for me? What do I need to do? And it's kind of interesting. So I think that that was like a very unique For him like it's not a lot of things that are completely controlled It was kind of a lot of you need to decide for yourself and whatnot.
0: Yeah, I I think it's fascinating because um, Penn State has like so much money like honestly, if you don't spend on those football players, like yeah. where else are you gonna spend it? You know? Yeah. And and, those, yeah. Exactly. And it's a reason why those football players are treated like they're so precious because you know, like they're bringing a lot of money and also like they promote. Yeah. You know, sp- you can't yeah. lose them. You just can't lose yeah, them. Yeah. I mean, they don't really again. The,
1: the money doesn't really go to Penn State, the university, but it goes, and that's why I feel like it's a contentious thing where people are like, oh, like they get to, they get all this stuff, but like. The money goes back into the athletic program it's into right. getting them the best equipment. it's like a they very need.
0: self-sustained kind yeah of and they, they don't system, rely on yeah. pens
1: like they don't rely on the university they rely on the athletics department which they are the ones that are the primary breadwinners so that's why they get to do what they want
0: <laughs> also they give money like literally to other you know programs but yeah they yeah. are the ones that fund every other program so it's crazy. yeah I mean that just can tell you like how much Americans love football
1: yeah, it is an interesting. It is it is very interesting because so one of the other things that uh, I'm involved in here on campus is I'm also a tour guide of yeah, campus. Yeah, yeah, yeah I So that. so with that combination, um, you you it's very interesting because you get to kind of see when you go when you're giving a tour to prospective students, yeah. what their perception of Penn State is, and like the most common question is always about like what are football, football, like what are the tickets like, stuff like that, and I'm just like you here to and, learn and no, ML, ML. I'm just I, like <laughs> yeah. I, I say, I'm like I'm like yeah Don't no I mean that's part of life. it which is cool but like what I have done recently is I've tried to kind of challenge myself to also talk about how like yes Penn State does um, brag a lot about our football team but our football team's not the really We're, most successful team yeah at this university like we have other teams that are incredible lacrosse just like won the first our lacrosse was ranked one this year our volleyball team has won a ridiculous amount of really national titles oh i have no idea our wrestling team has won the national title like the past like four years or something like unreal um we've sent several different um olympic fencers are from Penn State, several of the people that have won gold in the Seriously? Olympics are Penn State students, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> former Penn State students. Uh, this past weekend, we had the uh, Women's World Cup, and the goalie is a Penn State player, was a Penn right, State player, right. as well as um, Ali, uh, what, Krieger, right, isn't that her name, I think, was also a Penn State student oh, as well, that? so yeah. two of the U.S. Uh, U.S. women's soccer team that won the World Cup. I thought, it I thought was only one. I thought was only one. No, no, That's yeah. Crazy. So we had two of them, which is is unreal. So, uh, it's very, it's a very interesting kind of thing that Penn State is so. Everybody thinks we're just a football school, yeah. But we produce a lot of really good, just student athletes in general. Just not so. that popular. Yeah, it it's is. and it's Program it's kind of it's yeah, it's it's a shame in a lot of ways. I mean, but you're seeing a different growth in different things. So like right. We're known more as a football school because we're not known as a basketball school. We're really not. <laughs> which is kind of unfortunate, <laughs> but, I mean, like, we have uh, not really established ourselves there. But hockey, another sport Hockey's in which we've established pretty ourselves amazing, yeah. pretty good. It was, like, top ten, I think. And it was started, what, five, really? six years ago? It was when we got into Division One. Like, that's when Pagul Ice Arena was created, and it was just overnight. We were a success, which is amazing. That's crazy, yeah. So it's it is it is very interesting to me that like everybody's perception is Penn State football is like the kings of school. Meanwhile, like honestly, a lot of our student athletes are just incredible here.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, we can like, switch gears a little bit. Okay. Um, so you say uh, I remember you were telling me that I think last year I think that's what I met you, right? Yeah. Um, so- sophomore year. Yeah, two, um, year, yeah, two, yeah, year two, two years. Yeah. Year. Yeah. Um. So how was it like, like being a tour guy for Penn State? It's so, probably a, like a very interesting experience, yeah, probably yeah, like it seeing is you know new people coming in and they don't know anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a different, it's a definitely a very interesting uh, situation. So uh, when we met, it was probably what spring of our sophomore year. So I got I had just gotten into. Um, my My organization, Lion Ambassadors,
0: Lion Ambassadors. that's Yeah, great, yeah. It? Okay. So
1: um, basically, we have kind of like touring is an aspect of our jobs. Uh, we also do uh, events for students on campus. So we do a little bit of a little bit of um, everything, kind of in a, in a, in a way, because we're um, our official title is the the student core of the alumni association. Okay. So um, basically, what we'll do is anything from. Uh, well, what we're most known for is yes, we do tours, but we also are the ones that do the S soon. So during football games, if you look any picture of Penn State football, you'll see in the student that's section, line ambassadors. you'll see in the student <laughs> section an S that's spelled out out of kids wearing T-shirts. That's one of our projects. I do I never we, know that. But we pass that. those out, so that's what line ambassadors does. Uh, we also do other things like we do bell tower tours, where you can go
0: up into Old Main's bell tower and see. It's been two years. Because I'm a junior, right? I'm a junior yeah. this year now, and I missed twice. Yeah. Like so, I mean, we, we it's, have it's once a year, right? Is it once a year or we had twice this
1: twi- twice? Uh, I think we're gonna try to go for another third time this this year. Where we're fall gonna try and spring. To, yeah, yeah, we're full, gonna try to back. do we do usually one in the fall and one in the spring, but we're gonna we're gonna try to also do one right as soon as we get back, try to get like an early time for kids to go up because uh, we think that that would be just kind of like a, a unique opportunity. Right. Because not many people go inside Old Main in general. I am
0: always curious about it. dude. So uh,
1: it's it's one of the interesting things. But we do, t- like, basically our job is kind of, like, we are the ones that kind of protect the history of Penn State in a lot of ways. Like, we we talk a lot about the historical things that happened here at Penn State. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting thing. So at the time that you and I met, I had just gotten in. Uh, my junior year, I was... Uh, just a member helped out with them um, also in my junior year uh, I got really involved in line ambassadors uh, efforts within THON so a lot of the philanthropic side with pediatric cancer and whatnot and uh, I actually danced in THON this past year that's pretty cool with them so it was really cool and then uh, I actually was elected for this coming year to be the director of communications which is just kind hey, of got a lot of titles kind yeah. of furthering cool. uh, the social media aspect but now putting it to use for line ambassadors sure um so i'll be doing a lot of stuff like that with photos promoting our events and things like that so that's super great and you yeah. are
0: what biology major yeah. yeah yeah
1: nothing to do with my major whatsoever but uh, it, it is something that is is pretty cool that i get to kind of talk about in an interview when they I don't want to pretty know.
0: awesome because like I think when a person, like, listeners, if you're, like, in college or, like, you major in something, like, you don't have to do stuff related to a major. You should always dip your feet into different water, you know? For sure. To test it out. You never know.
1: Yeah, I did, like, the reason why I did it is, like, for me, um, you know how, like... Some people, like, there's, like, internet videos where it's, like, s- like those very satisfying videos. Yeah, or Like, yeah. someone erasing a whiteboard perfectly or something like that. So, it's similar to that. For me, that's what photo editing was. So I really got into Photoshop, Lightroom, of just making a, a picture look really good. So a lot of my friends will end up sending me pictures that they want to Instagram and say, hey, can you edit this for me? And I'd be like, yeah, sure. Because Probably for girls. me... <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, typically, <laughs> typically, typically a lot good. of my <laughs> female friends But I will get it and I will basically It'll give me a break from a lot of my science heavy bio stuff
0: Like if I need to kind of get into a different headspace That's the reason why I'll I started this podcast Like yeah. honestly like um, I'm not a communication major I don't do broadcast I mean yeah. you know podcast is like Literally the first thing I've ever done That's like kind of communication related You mm-hmm. I have no pre- like previous Experience. My, my parents have never been to this industry before, communication, yeah. whatever. But, um, you know, I major in engineering. Like, every day it's just doing math and sciences and just really gets into your yeah. head. And, and it's nice you to know, take you some time. Something, yeah, yeah, you want something different sometimes. Yeah, for sure. You take some time to just kind of, like, get out of that...
1: Analytical side of your brain, and maybe get into a little bit of the creative yeah. side is always just something um,
0: nice. Do you draw at all? Like, what, what I've never been. I'm not decided?
1: a. <laughs> I am not a success. I am a. I would say a failed artist. I am not a, a very good drawer. I I, I am, used to draw, I'm, I'm, dude. I but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not get good about at the, it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but what I like, what I'll do is like, so there'll be, um, so like this past uh, spring, I did a lot of um, of my friends graduation photos Okay, and like for me the art side of photos would be I there was one in, in particular there was a one day that I took a took um, a girl's picture at Old Main and it was a beautiful day Okay. so everybody was taking pictures at Old Main yeah and the art side of it that I would say that kind of plays into photo editing was I was able to take the picture and have Everybody like take the picture at its raw kind of uncut picture and okay. then go in and able to emphasize her. Well of. remove all the other people in the picture. Literally. I had about thirty people in the background of the picture that I was able to remove all of figure them. out a way to draw them out and make it look like it wasn't edited at all. And I ended up with some like actually, really surely, uh, actually Yeah, there are some That's actually crazy. really crazy like pictures where I have like You'll, here, oh, these are all football pictures, but there are pictures um, where, like, there were about ten people in the background here that you just can't are see. Are you serious? Yeah. So there's just like this picture, like there were people, and if you look really, really close, you can see that this bush is the same bush twice, but you wouldn't notice it if you ever came across. Nobody will care. Randomly. Nobody will care. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think where the other one is of like the because I did another set of girls grad picks and it was just some of the most beautiful pictures like with like lens flares and things like that where you were just able Jeez. like there are people in the background of these pictures <laughs> that i'm um, oh, just wow. i'll go through and like completely uh remove them and like you you can see it on my instagram cuz i have a thing called like tap to edit where you'll see all these people just gone <laughs> oh you-
0: <laughs> yeah dude what the yeah, heck? so if you
1: look on there it's just like you'll look through it and you'll just be like they're just like it's not the same people, and I just do like so. There's a lot of creative creativity to that, and a lot yeah. of like art.
0: It's not quite straight up drawing, but it is, it is. I think art is very different nowadays because like technology, you know, yeah. social media, and everything. Like mm-hmm. it has, it's 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 presented in a different form now Yeah. than before. Yeah. Before it's like straight up just drawing. Yeah, and like painting.
1: so, in a lot of respects, you got photography that is an art form. Uh, depends on what you want to do with it um, and what your goal is so like there is um, situations like the football team for example um, those pictures I barely edit I color correct them I make them look good Um, I'm not out there like I'm not face tuning face tuning it making their muscles bigger (laughs) nothing like that because well, They'll be they're you already big enough. Well, yeah, of that, but <laughs> <laughs> you also just want them to look kind of like the like genuine. You want them to look at like what they're gonna look like on the sidelines, like that's sure, what they yeah. are. But then there will be situations where I've taken pictures of, so like when we did our players photo shoot, and I had it as a, as a wall, like as a potential wallpaper, like these are ones where you have a little bit more flow. So like this is obviously a fake moon that I put into that picture. Dude, that it's that's two cool. different pictures, but it yeah. looks like it belongs, and that's like I was saying, like in this one, I I, I made a poll. And I said, cheating I, said I was like, pic. is it cheating or is it like a dope picture? Because I was like, it it looks kind of <laughs> cool, but like at the same time, I could understand that like what what's called a composite is yeah. it looks like cheating because you're kind of taking two pictures and combining them. That's not naturally occurring. So some people are right. purists in a lot of ways. But then I did pictures like this with the football team where I made, um, like I took a picture that I had of one of the players at, at a photo shoot, and what I ended up doing was I added, added the lens flare after the fact, and I put the line behind it, and also put the logo below it, which is just like... I think that's really cool. Yeah, it's like yeah. a graphic design kind of mix to it. Yeah. Um, I've slowly started to get into that aspect of it. Uh, that's as close as you'll get me to drawing, <laughs> the, the, the graphic design side of it. But um, it is it is definitely an interesting time. So, yeah. Right. Sure. So
0: are you personally very picky about your graduation pictures or your Instagram pictures? <laughs> it's such a it's such a common question. I love it. Yeah. Uh, everybody. Well, anytime I took
1: graduation pictures this year, they were like, so who's going to do yours? And I was like, they're like, what are you going to do? Just like set up a tripod and not let anybody touch it. And I was like, no, because I don't look like a loner. It's <laughs> like I'm not going to be setting up a tripod for myself. Um, honestly what I'll end up doing and I used to, I did it with so I took a lot of pictures for my photographer friends like I took their graduation pictures which is still one of the biggest honors that like you can have is having another photographer say I trust you to take those pictures yeah um, because like that's that's a huge deal like you're like oh you're gonna be so critical of me and it's very nervous and you're nerve-wracking to do it but um, as I did with him, what I ended up doing was I said, okay here's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna take your pictures I'm gonna edit them the way that I would edit them mm-hmm. but I'm also gonna send you the unedited versions separately that way you can edit it to make it look the way that you want I was like I don't uh, so uh, so at the end see. of the day um, as long as like you can teach and I've done it I've had little cousins that are like five years old I can hand them my camera show them which buttons to press to focus and which one to take the picture with and as long as you got all the like settings set up and you hand them a camera five-year-olds can take some of the most beautiful pictures in the world like genuinely it doesn't take much (laughs) as much as people like say oh my god you're an amazing photographer like how are you so good like you must practice all the time and i'm just like no, you just need to. You just need Google. Well, you you should like. I mean, you should understand the basics of photography. So right. like, the camera has several different things that you need to understand the mechanics of it. So like, the physics of of a lens, understanding what focal planes are. Yeah. If you know that, you're good. Uh, if you know how what it means to change the aperture of a camera, opening and closing it, um, when you look at like, if you really get technical into the physics of it. Uh, The idea of a pinhole camera, if you Google what a pinhole camera is, you basically have a very tiny aperture, everything's in focus, even if it's close or far away. So what you end up doing is the more you open up the aperture, the more you stop it down is what the technical term is, and the more you open up the lens to let in more light, the shallower depth of field. So that's when you get those portrait mode looking pictures with the blur in the background. So, so you need to figure yeah. out all the physics So once you learn it, yeah. so once you learn what aperture is, once you learn what shutter speed is, once you learn what ISO is, which are the three big things, once they you learn what they the way, are yeah. and you understand how to manipulate them to help you get good pictures, you're done. It's, it really doesn't take that much skill. The editing that's the art form in a lot of ways right. um, but for the most part yeah taking pictures n- not hard. <laughs> <laughs> as much as people are like, you're an amazing photographer. I'm like it's, I'm, I'm, I'm really not, but I, I appreciate it. I was like it like it, what photography is is, I would say, 10% physical taking of pictures and 90% having, yeah, well, having the eye for what's a good picture. knowing what aesthetically looks good. So do you think,
0: the ability to um, the ability to differentiate a good picture or a bad picture is yeah. it born or you can actually practice and you can get good at so it so
1: you can do it like two different ways I guess so there okay. is there's always obviously there is natural born talent in a lot of ways where you just you might just have that kind of artistic mindset where you know what looks appealing to a lot of people but uh, and the other side of it is and I would say is more what I would fall under. Like, yeah, I think I do have a little bit of a knack of what I think looks good. But again, it's my opinion. You might right. have a different opinion on what looks good. But at the end of the day, um, I would say my minor in psychology has played in a lot with knowing Even what... you minor in psychology. Yeah, yeah wow. I'm getting a minor That's in psychology. So crazy, I'm doing right? a lot of... <laughs> I'm, I'm able to n- kind of get into other people's heads and think about, okay, what are they interested in? Yeah. So there are different things that are um, very interesting. Like uh, one of the first things you'll learn as a photographer is, is called the uh, rule of thirds. So when you're taking a picture, uh, basically what you have to do is you have to cut the picture into three different slices and then three different slices vertically and horizontally. So you have a grid. Uh, you can actually turn on your Snapchat now onto this the grid that has the rule of thirds so you can go in here and hit grid uh, on I see. so you have it split in thirds and split in thirds and what they have found psychologically is that people if you take when you're taking a picture if you put what you want people to look at on the intersection of those thirds that's what people have found to be aesthetically pleasing so learning rules yes you can learn what looks aesthetically pleasing so uh, what you'll see in movies is uh, one of the things that I I, after I learned about it I thought it was really interesting to see it actually practice you will have what are called leading lines which is uh, sometimes you'll have uh, a character when they go to shoot a character with a brick wall behind them so let's say they're in an alleyway right they won't take this camera shot straight Perpendicular to the wall, they won't go flat on the wall. Okay. A a good photographer or a good videographer will take it from an angle, and And your eye. But your eye is following the lines of the brick. Yeah. And you don't even know that you're doing it. It's again all psychological. Like they're completely tricking you into following that line that then lines up with the character, and you're like, oh, wow, they're right there.
0: In a way. Photography is kind of like a finessing. It's, tr- it's tricking people. Yeah, it's tricking people. Tricking people into looking. But it's at good it. though. Like people love it. Yeah, you
1: know? and people in like if you get really good pictures. So like there's one picture on Micah Parsons, who's uh, I've mentioned our our linebacker. If you go to his Instagram picture, he um, he posted this picture that I took. That if you look at it the right way. Okay. See, um, you'll see that I put his bicep on the on the lower right third. Oh, and you can yeah. see that vein is bulging out and that is the first thing that you're looking at in that picture you don't look at anything else you don't even know what he looks like you don't know that he has a beard or not you don't care, you're looking at his arm because that's where I placed it in the camera because I knew that that's going to be the focal point is the fact that he has a massive arm <laughs> he has tree trunk arms that have an amazing ta- like artwork and tattoo work yeah, on it's it a big guy. But he so like in those situations I'm tricking you to look there and so yeah, I guess in a way it is Crazy. it is finessing in a lot of ways.
0: It's like I always tell people because uh, I'm I'm always like interested in bodybuilding, right? Mm-hmm. Bodybuilding, it's yeah, honestly, dude, it's it's finessing. <laughs> it's all about like you know when you prep and everything like yeah. that, and you know getting the right angle usually. Is it, is it bodybuilding or powerlifting? It's uh, bodybuilding. Okay. So you know like when when bodybuilders they try to pose. I thought you stage. were a powerlifter though. Ah. No, um, I'm too small to be a powerlifter. <laughs> I'm way too small to be a powerlifter. Um, um, yeah, powerlifting is a completely different art. It's. Uh, I thought it goes by weight class though. I thought you're kind of you can. Oh, um, you don't have to be massive. To yeah, be power- but who wants to see a little man lift? <laughs> you know. Fair. Um, yeah, but yeah, bodybuilding is more of my. Yeah. Like what I want to Which do. Which is
1: definitely, yeah, yeah, I would say finessing in a lot of ways, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's all about finessing and yo, how you, to get the right pump so that you look the right way at all times. And
0: uh, are you are you into, like, um, the fitness industry, like, on social media at so, all, like Instagram? F-
1: well, for me, so, and, like, kind of why I got into the football team, I guess, in a lot of ways is, um, for me, like, from a bio standpoint, I'm obsessed with the human body. Okay. okay straight up like
0: that's fair it's I a mean. it's
1: a it's a weird like, it's honestly like i just think that the human body is fascinating in every way Absolutely. especially even aesthetically i think it is beautiful how it is perfectly everything mem- is supposed to be for very symmetrical yeah and everything's there for the right reason for a purpose that's amazing like every single muscle does something different and like you don't realize it until you can't use that muscle. <laughs> so like when you stub your pinky toe, you yep. didn't realize how much so your bad. pinky yeah. toe helped with your balance. You didn't know that there are muscles in your foot that helped with your balance until you hurt one. And then you go, shit. <laughs> You're like that actually and is And surgery amazing. wouldn't help that much. Yeah, and it's just it amazing how yeah, you yeah. break one bone and you realize that bone had a lot of <laughs> things that it was doing. Yeah. And it's and you take it for granted a lot of the time. Yeah. So no, but that I would say yes. I definitely have gotten into the fitness, like into the fitness aspect of it, just from the idea of being healthy, trying to make yeah. uh, those kind of decisions as well.
0: And you know those people, um, Instagram like social media influencers, whatever. Sure. They um <laughs> like all the pictures they took. It's all about finessing. Yeah. And um, uh, actually, I was very honored to meet like some of them. Like you know, during like Arno Classics like okay. in Ohio, Okay. I think they usually have it every March. So if you actually like look look at them in person, they're actually smaller than you think they are. Yeah, but the the pictures, yeah, they appeal to be like huge and yeah.
1: And I'll, I'll be honest, we do the same things with the football team. Really. So if you look at a lot of their um, like promotional graphics and things like that. Um, if you look at some of the pictures, I'm trying to think who had some pictures that from their photo shoot. But I took a bunch of pictures from it. But when you're taking these pictures, I'm trying to find one that's like really representative. Okay. You'll see that they are really shiny in the right areas for their muscles, right? Yeah. It's 50% um, baby oil, 50% water on a little spray bottle. And we go in oh, and we spray all of their arms. Really, we have we have little uh, we have also exercise bands there for them to get a quick pump right before they go out and take their pictures. So it's. 100%, I mean, you got it. I mean, you got it. Mean, well, I mean, they need to look the best <laughs> that they can be in those pictures because, at the end of the day, we're using those pictures to convince people to get top recruits yeah. to come here, also get people to buy tickets to go to the game. It's it's an entertainment yeah. industry too in a lot of ways. It's commercial. So you need to yeah. you need to figure out ways to finesse for sure.
0: That's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's just they just the rule of the game. You got to follow the rule of the game, yeah. you know. So, I mean, that's pretty interesting. All right. I think it's time to wrap it up too. Um, thank you so much for of coming course. here. Yeah, um, yeah. That's awesome. How can people find you? Do you, you have an Instagram, right? Like, yeah,
1: I mean, both. Yeah, most of my social media is what AK Vandy, kind of V A N D Y. Okay. Kinda thing. Um, but yeah, you can also p- follow Penn State football A lot of those pictures are probably something i posted That's crazy <laughs> Hey,
0: maybe like somebody, you know, like, you know listen to his podcast And be like, hey, this guy works pretty good And hire you, you know, then you don't know, have to become a doctor Or something <laughs> you yeah, have a nice successful side gig to pay for med school yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's awesome sure. though